Welcome to a Spoonful of Sugar podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hubbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. This is episode 59A. everybody this is episode 59a and we're going to be talking about my summer trip to Walt Disney World in May of 2018. Hey everybody thanks for hanging in there with me I usually do some mini-sodes every single night when I'm in Walt Disney World but changing things up a little bit this time around uh, things have been a little bit different with other friends and family joining us and I'm going to be here for 12 nights uh, this is night number four, I believe, that we're spending here so far, and so I decided to switch things up a little, and I'm going to do a few mini-sodes instead of one every night. But let me catch you up, first of all, on our trip so far. So we arrived on May 24th, and the whole family um, is here now, but we left in two parts. My husband Sam and I left with three of our kids in the morning and left the house at 6.30 a.m., which is usually, which is a little late for us. We usually actually leave a lot earlier, if you can believe it, but got to Magical uh, Express after landing at Orlando International Airport. Things went really smoothly, got to the beach club. Uh, we waited for eh, maybe like a half an hour, and then our room was ready. So that was lovely. We're on the... Um, the villa's part of the beach club. Uh, it is the additional wing that was built on for the DVC members a number of years back. So it's a beautiful resort. It is really lovely. We're enjoying it. Uh, it is beach themed from the like the mid-Atlantic region and once again sort of an idealized version of what that would be at say the turn of the last century but really pretty. It's connected to its sister resort, which is called the Yacht Club. And together they have Stormalong Bay, which is like a little mini water park almost. I have not been in it yet, but other family members have. And it looks like a lot of fun. So we are staying in a two-bedroom villa. I actually took a room tour of it when we first got the room, first checked in before, of course, our family invaded and our stuff, you know, got everywhere. So I will try to be posting that up on Instagram. I believe there's a time limit for videos, and so I'll see if I'm able to, like, cut that down and put it up in two or three parts. We'll have to see how that works. But one of the big reasons that we were doing this trip is that we were meeting up with some friends from Iowa. Um, well, actually, we were doing the trip anyhow, but our friends from Iowa came along because my friend, my husband Sam, is a huge Star Wars fan, uh, as his his friend Rob. So Rob and his wife Karen came up from Iowa. They're also huge Disney fans, which makes it that much uh, better. And so they came up for a few days. They were staying at Saratoga Springs. And the plan was that we were going to get together at Disney Springs the day that we arrived, hang out, do some stuff at the Springs, uh, have dinner at Homecoming, and then watch the new Solo movie, which just came out, actually on that particular day. So we got together. It was a lot of fun. They 
the Starbucks, if you see the post I put up on Instagram on that day, actually had specific drinks themed for the new solo movies so that was fun i had a chewy frappuccino which was quite delicious i don't know if they're still still doing that or if they're doing it over here but it, it was very good um we went to check out the new wine bar george that was lovely george himself george miliotes i'm milotes i'm not sure how to pronounce his name he was actually in residence that particular day my husband got to meet him so very nice as uh, plans changed a little bit as one of my two younger kids was not feeling great so i made the executive mom call and just went back early with the two youngest ones to the resort and left the rest of the family to go to homecoming and then see the solo movie so i've not seen it but the rest of the family the uh, older members at least have and I did not get to eat at homecoming either, so that was sad, but um, the food looked good. They took some pictures for me. I'll post those as well. So unfortunately, I do not have my own uh, review to give of that. Now on day two, the day was spent at Magic Kingdom. And if you have listened to our episodes in the past, particularly one, uh, I don't remember what it is, but it's in our archives, and it's entitled Cupcake or Commando, How Do You Do the Disney Parks? Where we talk about my husband is very much uh, what is already known in the Disney universe as a park commando, as in you show up and you're like a drill sergeant. You show up at a rope drop for the very beginning of the day and you just book it through the day and you have a plan and you knock out everything on your list and you go, 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 and you feel very successful at the end of the day that you've done all this stuff. I personally tend to be more of a cupcake. Uh, as you've heard, if you've been listening along, and I just like to take things a little easier, try to remember I'm on vacation, enjoy the ambiance, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the magic that is Disney, all of that good stuff. So what happened on this trip, I decided, okay, I will actually be at Rope Drop. This particular day, Magic Kingdom was opening early for extra magic hours, which is an hour early available at certain parks on certain days for people staying in a Disney resort. So we we're eligible for that, and so we could show up, and the park was going to open for us, the people staying in a Disney resort at 8 a.m. I was there by like 7.55, and the line was already backed up at bag check. And interesting thing right now, they're having uh, people go through bag check if you're bringing in bags into the park, and then they're still having everybody go through the metal detectors at Magic Kingdom. So that adds just a little more time to get through. Um, I'd say everybody that is except, you know, younger kids. So if you are, I forget if it's 12 or 14, it applied to both my younger kids. Um, so I don't remember the exact age, but if you're under 12 or 14, then you can go and skip the line and just go around the metal scanner. But everybody else has to go through the metal scanner and you can have your kids go with you if you don't want to let go of them and send them around on their own. But even with getting in a couple minutes after the, the park started, we got a lot done. So the people who liked the bigger rides were able to do Space Mountain and Splash Mountain, etc. I was sort of uh, hanging on with my uh, youngest one, Alice, and she is seven years old and still doesn't like a lot of the big, big rides. So we did things like Winnie the Pooh and we had a walk on at Small World. Uh, that was fun. We were able to get in a whole 
bunch of those rides as well as some meet and greets. We went to visit uh, who used to be the Talking Mickey um, over at Town Hall near the entrance of the park. He no longer talks. It is very sad. I asked a cast member who was there with Mickey said, so does Mickey have laryngitis permanently now? And he said, oh no, no, Mickey does not have laryngitis. Mickey is quote, saving his voice for the shows and parades. Uh, he does not have laryngitis. Of course, he would not want to, you know, spread that to anyone. But so, no, he does not have laryngitis. He's just saving his voice. So that was a little disappointing for those of us who have met Mickey before when he would actually talk to you and respond and uh, to things you were specifically saying. That was fun. But we also got to meet Tinkerbell, and that was great. I didn't find the crowds were too crazy. This is Memorial Day weekend, so I was expecting some pretty crazy crowds. So pretty typical Magic Kingdom. I wouldn't say the crowds were light. Um, and another nice thing is that the weather has not been as bad as we had feared that it would be. A little rain here and there, but really nothing huge, no thunderstorms, nothing that you know was raining out our entire day. So that was great. Uh, the, so I think I went back to the resort, if I remember correctly, Toward the end of the day, the people uh, like Sam and our two friends from Iowa, they did stay in the park, I think pretty much for most of the day until at least dinner and our friends stayed even later. And they just knocked that stuff out. So they were going commando style with their park touring, had a great time, got so much done. The next day, uh, since this was going to be the last day that our friends were with us, wanted to do another rope drop day and they had chosen to do Animal Kingdom. So uh, we went along with them and Animal Kingdom, because of the vast popularity of Flight of Passage, which honestly it deserves because it is amazing, they are opening Animal Kingdom for resort guests uh, early a lot of the time. And so that day they're opening Animal Kingdom if you're staying in a Disney resort at 7 a.m which means you should really be showing up at like 6.30 a.m. I decided to opt out of that because I just did not have it in me. But my husband Sam and our friends Rob and Karen were there for rope drop before 7 a.m. at Animal Kingdom and they were able to, as a result of that, walk on to Flight of Passage. Which, if you know Flight of Passage, it, it is not rare for it to have a two and a half hour wait and that ride, I mean, honestly, it is an amazing ride. It is the only ride I get on, and I literally laugh for joy every time I get on that thing. It is superb. It is a fabulous ride. I don't know that I could handle waiting two or three hours in line for it, but the way we were able to do it, it, it was wonderful. We also had a fast pass for it later that day, got to ride it again, and uh, as one of, uh, as our son, Dash has a disability access service card. We were able to write it yet again. So it was a day just full of fast passes and opportunities to ride that. We had lunch at Tusker House, got to meet and greet with the characters. The characters, very fun. It is a little jarring after a while as a mom to have to keep jumping up and down and up and down and up and down every time the characters come, having to take photos and see if any of the kids want autographs, all that kind of a thing. But 
it still is fun. I love the characters, but it'd be kind of nice to be able to just sit down and eat a meal without having to deal with that. But we're not quite at that stage of life. And and even as an adult, I really like love the characters. So later that evening, as it was their last evening in town, we had dinner with uh, just an adult dinner. So my husband, Sam, myself, our friends, Rob and Karen, and went to Tiffin's, which is right there at the entrance to the new Pandora land. Such good food, really yummy. I had the swordfish, then we had the bread service, uh, their plate of artisanal cheeses, that was very nice. I And I think I got a photo of my dessert, which was this guava mousse, I wanna say. Very yummy, really good service. Um, it was just a lovely, lovely evening. And the park, so mind you, the park is now opening at 7 a.m. and not closing until 11 p.m. So if you're familiar with Animal Kingdom back in the day, this really is kind of jarring because it used to be Animal Kingdom would close at like 5 p.m. or so, so the animals could go to bed. And But now with Pandora, there's stuff to do at night. So it's really an, a different flavor of park. And I love the Disney parks at night. So that was the last time we saw our friends uh, for this trip because they had a crazy early flight out this morning. But in the meantime, they left, but my in-laws, Sam's parents came yesterday and they're also staying uh, in beach club villas like we are. They're staying in a separate one. They're in a one bedroom villa and my uh, mother-in-law is in a wheelchair. And so they have a have an accessible villa. And it's just interesting to talk, to see the differences between our villa, which is not an accessible one, and theirs, which is. Um, probably talk about that on a, a future podcast, but things like instead of a washer and dryer, they have one machine that's at a level that somebody in a wheelchair could reach, and it does both washing and drying. The layout is a little bit different. The counter's a little higher. Uh, it's just, it's interesting to see how it's, it all comes together. But our day today with them uh, started with us going to plan was to go to Epcot. But before we did that, we had breakfast with uh, Minnie and her other friends in beach attire. I think it was Minnie and Mickey was there and Goofy and Daisy. Or maybe not Mickey. Maybe it was Donald. It was Donald. And Goofy and Daisy and they're wearing their beach attire. So that was really fun. Sort of that old-fashioned beachwear, anything like the early 1900s or so. Really cute and really good breakfast buffet. Oh my goodness, they are the Mickey waffles, which you expect, but then there's like freshly made whipped cream with strawberry sauce and a banana foster sauce. Such good stuff. After that, we headed over to Soren uh, in Epcot. Uh, well, eventually we got to Soren and Epcot and what a fabulous ride and it's so fun to ride that with people riding it for the first time. So my father-in-law I know had not been to Epcot or Disney World at all in over 20 years. And so it's just so fun seeing his delight in riding it as well as we were uh, in the ride with a bunch of people we didn't know and it sounded like it was their first time too and they just loved it and had so much fun. If you are going to be coming to Disney World and you have not done Soarin' or Flight of Passage, I'd really recommend doing Soarin' first because Flight of Passage, in my opinion, just blows Soarin' out of the water. It is so much better. They're both fabulous, but Flight of Passage is that much better. So do that one first. Um, I mean, do Soarin' first. And uh, 
Flower and Garden Festival. So this has been a little bit of a bummer. The Flower and Garden Festival is just at its very end. I believe it ends tomorrow, which is May 28th. So today was our only day in, in Epcot before it ended. And just because of the way things worked with wanting to do rides with grandparents and other stuff, didn't get to see a whole lot of that. But hey, it's going to be back next year and hopefully every year after that. So, wish I'd been able to see more of the particular flower and garden stuff. We will be back to Epcot during this trip, but flower and garden will have ended. And uh, just one last thing, and I won't talk about it in detail right now, because hopefully we'll do a whole podcast episode about it. But uh, this is an anniversary trip for my husband and myself. We just celebrated 25 years of marriage, woohoo, for us, uh, as well as it is his parents first trip here together in 20 years so you know it's a big deal and we have all five of our kids with us so Sam my husband just wanted to do something extra special and he booked an illuminations firework cruise for us it was awesome there was food and fabulousness and of course the illuminations fireworks so I'll leave you with that teaser and hoping that we will do a full review of that later on I um, will end this here now Thank you all for listening and joining in. I'm trying to post quite a bit, uh, especially on Instagram. I did more my first couple of days, but I think our trip is kind of uh, is slowing down a little bit now, so I'm hoping to post a lot more. And we are going to be here until June 5th, so there will be a lot more to come. And uh, it'll probably be a couple more days at least until my next mini so but thank you for following along and let me know if you have any questions or things that you think i really should be taking a look at while we're here at disney and uh have a wonderful and magical day spoonful out